This podcast is for mature audiences only. The topics and views discussed are opinions based on personal experience and may change. Some names have been changed or otherwise altered to protect privacy. We do not own or otherwise possess any rights to any of the music played or mentioned during recordings. Welcome back, guys. Taboo Tuesday. This is Raven. And welcome back, Liam. Hi, how you doing? Well, shitty, if I'm being honest. Oh. Um, What's going on? Well, <laughs> at, the, at the end of March, my, my, my co-pilot, my little navigator, my, my oldest pit bull, um got leukemia acute onset and i put him down compassionate euthanasia and it's been coming in waves and that's rough it's always rough to lose it well i mean like (laughs) they're my kids me birthing children is never gonna happen and i i knew that from Mm mm-hmm fucking teenage years but um it was it's been really hard (laughs) it's been really really hard because he was my cuddler oh geez (laughs) so like i don't have my i don't i don't get my morning kisses i don't get i don't get my snuggles i don't get my i i have way too much personal space you're gonna get another one well, I mean, like I have, I have Ace, so I mean, like I still have, oh, okay. I still have my baby, um, right? And eventually, yeah. But like right now, like I, I bawled the entire way home from work this morning. So, right. Like, I started crying at work, and it didn't stop until I oh, was. Geez. Almost done home? walking ace. Well, no, until I, I, only was, imagine. I was already home, halfway done with my morning routine. About to text you when I mm-hmm. stopped crying. So, it's been... Oh, I'm sorry. And that's just today. So, it's been a rough, you know, I've rough always, few weeks. You know, I've always... Yeah, that, it, there's nothing worse than losing an animal, a dog. Well, animal, really. Let's face it. If you yeah. have animals and you're a cat person, dog person, doesn't really matter. You lose that animal, it sucks. It's like you losing a human. Yeah, I, and, I lost you know, a huge chunk. I've of always meat. said it best. I like animals better than people. <laughs> uh, me too. That's part of the. That's part of what it is because, like, I've lost. I've lost people. I have. I've. Lost I mean, we were having we were having that conversation yesterday. I was talking to my girlfriend about people and animals and stuff like that because she wants to get another dog. We already have two, but we're thinking about moving at the end of the year, so she we might get another one. And you know, I said that's cool because I like dogs. Because when all the kids get out of high school, there's nobody else in the house except us two, and she doesn't want to be with just us two. She wants kids, so we got dog kids. <laughs> I, that's, yeah, it's, that's essentially my thing is it's I, I it doesn't I also have a guinea pig oh see that's cool yeah, I don't mind animals I, I like, have a little guinea pig we have fish too my roommate has because I showed you the, 
I showed you that turtle. His name's Anthony. And then we have two. There was, what, one, two, three, four, five. There was like five fish in there. And then they eventually passed away because we've had them that long. So they got old and died. But there's th there's two left in there. And I had two bala sharks, which I've never had before. That's freshwater. They're freshwater sharks. They're silver and they have uh, black tips on their fins. They're really cool looking and they get super big. They got really big. I had a 75 gallon tank and we went from a 75 gallon tank to a 25 gallon tank. Damn. I want an emerald, but, an emerald fish tree people. boa. I think is what they're called. I don't do snakes. Oh, I do. I like people call me a wuss and a pussy and everything else but i can't do snakes not everybody <laughs> not everybody does snakes mine mine's more of like uh i want them as like a familiar oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. um, that would in them in them terms that would be cool yeah <laughs> uh, uh the only reason i haven't gotten one yet is because the tank and the snake are both a couple hundred bucks and by a couple Jesus. hundred, I mean like three to five hundred. My girlfriend used to have a snake. I don't remember what kind of boa she had, but she had a boa of some kind. And then my sister growing up had a had a uh, boa constrictor too. But it bit her, so she got rid of it. Well, I mean like maybe he was just... Oh, well, see, but here's <laughs> the thing about snakes, okay? There was a story a few years ago, and I mean like a few years ago. But... This lady had a boa constrictor, okay? And she had it as a pet. She nursed it from a very a baby snake to a rather large one. Well, she would let it sleep in bed with her, okay? Well, she noticed every morning when she was waking up that the snake was straight, okay? Purely straight with its head on a pillow next to hers, okay? She didn't understand this. It happened for a couple of weeks, and she finally thought something was wrong. She took it to the uh, vet. The vet says, what's going on? And she... The lady proceeds to tell the vet, well, every day I wake up, my snake is in a complete straight line with his head staring at me when I wake up. And the vet proceeds to say, get rid of that snake. Lady asks, why do I need to get rid of my snake? And the vet proceeds to tell her that the boa constrictor is big enough to fucking eat you. He's measuring you to see if you'll fit. <laughs> so there's that. one reason I won't have a snake. I, I have heard that. <laughs> I've heard that, but at the same time, I'm not dumb enough to let it sleep with me. To let your pet sleep with you? <laughs> not, not a can't be as bad as not a carnivorous, not, not a carnivorous <sighs> reptile, because I I do believe that they are able to see past the food and actually bond. I do believe that. But mm -hmm. I'm not sold on reptiles feeling empathy. Right. And I'm without not really empathy, sold on that without empathy, there's no compassion. Without compassion, there's no real yeah, love. like none. Zero. Like it's not actually so. love. So they will. They will just as soon eat you as cuddle you. If mm -hmm. if they feel like it. They're basically a psycho, is all I'm saying. Like, you can have a relationship right. with a psycho. Because, I mean, like, yes, they are inherently, you know, manipulative and all that fun stuff. But 
they're not always manipulative in a violent or abusive no. criminal way. Sometimes they use it for, you know, like lawyers. They make good right. lawyers. But um, you can still have some sort of relationship with them to a certain extent. But as far as love, I don't know that right. they feel that. So. Right. It would be kind of <laughs> like. I mean, like, I would sooner sleep with a grizzly bear than a snake. <laughs> I'm not even playing. Right. Because they, I mean, they're mammals. So, I mean, like, they have personalities. You know, I, I, the only reason the grizzly man got eaten is because he was fucking with the old bear that didn't want to be fucked with. He was stupid with. as fuck. That's he why. He was trying to You fuck force... with an animal, they well, no, here's the thing is the other bears in the herd, because I, I watched I watched several documentaries on it out of pure curiosity, okay. but I thought it was terrible. Honestly. I'm not condoning that he got eaten and it. Su- that sucked. No, like, it did. It kind, absolutely there, did. But at the same time, your job and all of a sudden, you no, get he wasn't Jesus. doing his job. Oh, he, he wasn't quit his job. I thought he was. no. I mean, like, he made money off of it, I'm sure, but, like, it wasn't, it wasn't a job to him. So he was being stupid, or what? No, he was just so in love with grizzly bears, and he wanted to prove that he could coexist, and he got to the point where, like, he could pet some of them, and there was this one bear that he kept fucking with. Like, he tried to be playful, and this was, like, the old Alpha. So, like, no longer Alpha, but, like, an elder. So, like, the bears are keeping him around for, you know, like, because he's been there. Like, respect, basically. But, like, Mm -hmm. he just wants to be left the fuck alone. And... Yeah. He kept trying to fucking interact with him. Like, if you would have left him alone, and he acknowledged that the bear didn't like him. So, I mean. Oh, he so that just made him look on. stupid. Well, I mean, like, he did it in a place. I mean, why would you, why would you say it. that the, you, you know the bear doesn't want you there doing that? He, but you would, continue he was determined. He was determined to befriend the bear. Like, it was complete naivety. But see, where you see determination, I see stupidity. <laughs> no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's like it was, it was like, um, it was like he was completely naive to the fact that oh, you can't I, well, force yeah. this bear who like take a hint. Yeah, oh. like he just. It was like he was so like unabashedly in love with these creatures that he wanted to be friends with every single one, and that one see, and bear. And that kind of goes to right. That and, kind of goes to my. My son, who's autistic, he does him being autistic. He has problems with social cues. Right. So like if you wake up and you feel like shit, you're you let's say you throw up, you're actually legitimately sick and you have to stay in bed. Well, my son doesn't give a shit if you're sick or not. He'll talk to you, interact with you, try to to get you to do stuff. They have to have there's no they have to have a routine. There's no, oh my God, he's sick. Leave him alone. There is none of that. No, which. It does come down to the fact that he's 11 years old and he's a kid. He's right, a kid. Right. When he gets but older, he will be able kid. to get it. I promise. 
Huh? I said when he's older, he'll be able to understand to an extent, I promise. Right. To an extent, right. But we haven't got to that point yet. Right, right. But the frustration for me and stress for me when I have to take care of him sometimes can, I'll, I'll just look at my girlfriend and be like, you do it. <laughs> right. Because I just don't have the, me- I don't have the mental capacity to do it. And I admit that. <laughs> well, it is a lot. I, I cause I, I came into, I came into this relationship, not knowing fuck all about kids, not to mention two special needs ones. And the special needs that they have, like autism, you know, uh, seizures, things of that nature, epilepsy, all that stuff. I don't know anything about that stuff or how to raise kids even. I mean, my girlfriend kept telling me, Liam, there's no goddamn book on how to raise a kid. There's hundreds of them. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, apparently, if you listen to different parents, there's a right way and a wrong way. The problem is, when I look at what's going on in the world nowadays... Those parents are teaching their kids misinformation, and that bothers me. A lot of them are, yes. You know what's funny? My, ki- my, my son is 11 years old, and he's autistic. He looks at me, and he says, Dad, I says, what? He says, are all the people not wearing mask, masks, the selfish people? Because I think that they should wear a mask because they need to keep everybody safe. And I think it's selfish that they do that. And I went... I was like so shocked that an autistic kid said that to me. Like, how do you process that? Because I agree, obviously. Oh, my goodness. I absolutely love the way that a high-functioning autistic brain works. I mean, like, I have no way way to to know on the lower end of the spectrum. I mean, like, I've worked with a lot of them, and, like, I absolutely, I have, I have one particular client who's autistic and he like, he's, um, wheelchair bound and he does Mm -hmm. like, he, he can't talk. He like, he's very, very, um, immature mentally Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it just, I'm one of the very few people who can make him smile. I mean, I will, I will say that, uh, Having an autistic child is can be difficult because when he's having a breakdown, you have to differentiate between is it just a temper tantrum and him being a kid or is it him legitimately having an issue with his autism, which is the hard part for me. Yeah, I have I have a couple consumers. I don't I don't think that just behaviorally in general because of the the age. Right. Um, that I have some with mental health issues that I can never sometimes I'm sitting there going like, all right, so either this is a really good one or (laughs) something else is going on and they're attention seeking. Like, what is this? And see, that's the biggest problem. See, big problem. It is. And let me tell you what I mean by that. There are, and I'm sure, and you've seen them. Okay. Over the past, I don't know how many years we've known each other. You've seen them. But in the past, I have posted a few pictures of me being emotional. Well, I've had people on my Facebook page and my Instagram tell me I'm just attention-seeking, when that's not the case at all. I could give a fuck less about attention-seeking. Never wanted it and don't need it. Fuck it. I don't don't even like the word, because that's not me at all. I'm simply showing 
people on my Instagram and my Facebook that the fact I'm almost 40 fucking years old, I'm allowed to be emotional and cry because I don't give a fuck about society. Society tells me that a man who's almost 40 is not supposed to cry because he's a pussy. I disagree. Fucking cry. I'm, it's a fucking emotion. I'm all fucking for it. Actually, I was watching I was watching Station 19 the other day and um they had a psychiatrist come in and spend an hour with each and every crew member because a lot of stuff had happened and they wanted to do like a mental health check. It was basically a mental health episode, which kind of oh, okay. always makes my, my heart flutter when they do that. They're making it so much more. I just, I love that they're normalizing talking about mental health issues. Like it's on all of them, on yeah. all the TV shows and stuff. But um, they brought in uh, a psychiatrist who, or a psychologist or counselor or whatever, who she was a firefighter and she ended up getting injured and unable to continue that portion of it. So she needed a career change and she was good at counseling so she did it and it was fun because she'd let people tell their story and then she'd just be like this is this is what i think and so cool yeah you know right. it, that's oh that's, it was, yeah totally it was so beautiful but like the it's not the individual stories and like what they were all dealing mm -hmm. with it was just well, yeah, everybody has experiences, and it's what they do with those experiences that either helps them grow or makes shit worse, you know? And it's all about, you know, I've always said that Wednesday is always a good day in the middle of the week to take a step back and go, is my mental health okay? Am I going to do this? Can I finish? You know, because if people don't... If people don't do that, then they're not ready. Oh, fuck. They kind of get with a whole bunch of bullshit, and then by the end of the week, they're... By the end of the week on Saturday, they're sobbing and crying in the shower going, what the fuck is wrong with me? I have to do it you know? every day. Oh, I do too. So most lately. No, I mean like every lately. day. I've had to for years. I have to do a mental health check every day. I have a daily and then I have, um, I have like contingency plans for varying, you know. Oh. Yeah, like I have, I have see, all. That's of... a good, it's always good to have a plan. Well, it's that's it's why there. I think, I think this. It's why therapy doesn't work for me because the whole point of going to therapy is to figure out your problems, what's causing the mm -hmm. triggers, and then right. learn how to cope. Sorting or through or recover from. Yeah, like it. It's basically the way I explain it is after you go through like an emotional, well, just storm, if you will. It's like a tornado went through a library. Your brain is the library. So, like, the, the emotional storm goes through your brain and everything that was cataloged and alphabetized and everything that like made sense and it was all neat in your little library however you had it is all over the fucking place and you have to redo it right that's what recovering from mental health 
episode, if you will. I don't. I always right. have, I always end up offending people because I always choose the wrong fucking word. But well, you know, and I've always said it this way: you're never really going to make somebody happy, okay? Because when it comes, there's a lot of opinions floating out there. I've come to this conclusion that ever since COVID hit, people all of a sudden got super fucking sensitive about everything. I think it's because everybody's like literally like, Holy shit. fiending for <laughs> human contact. You, you, you can't fucking stay inside for three months. Fuck you. I mean, come but, on. But the thing is, is you have Hello? to un- you have to understand that most people don't go a week without hanging out Here's one. with the people that they Here's one. they care about. I just had a thought. I gotta say this. Anybody, okay, and you can look this up too. Anybody bitching about their rights, whether it's boating, being able to buy fucking seeds to plant a garden. Those people need to go on Google and look up Japanese Americans 1942. That'll tell you all about your precious fucking rights. Because what the government did during World War II, they put all the Japanese in concentration camps. Well, yeah. In the US. Because they were they didn't want defections going on with inside the US from the Japanese. So the only way they could figure out to do shit was to put them all in a concentration camp they put them in a fucking camp multiple camps but yes i understand what you're saying yeah so there's their fucking precious rights right there i mean let's face it any country that cares more about their economy than people dying is already fucking sick well i mean like we are yeah that's (laughs) i mean think about it these people I understand, but it's, uh, I'm just saying, like, people in general, it's, they're picking and choosing what they want to, like, what they're, they miss the most. But in reality, it's the social contact. Oh, that they miss the most? Yes. Nobody comes out and says, I need to have social contact. They're like, I don't give a shit, blah, 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 but you're not going to take away this from me or this from me. And they start picking and choosing stupid shit that means absolutely nothing instead of admitting that it's they miss human contact. And see, it was funny because, you know, I mean, all of a sudden the, the loonies start bringing their guns out. I'm sure you've seen that. Okay. No, I you gotta remember San Diego, dude. Not nearly as many guns out here. I mean, there's, oh, they did in there's San Diego? actually more. They did it. More they guns. did it on a huge, large scale here. And all I had to say yeah. was this: somebody in somebody in one of the groups that I'm in said, "Gretchen, our governor said she would arrest people that had guns that were brandishing." Why did Why didn't I see anybody get arrested? And I went, that's because their white privilege is showing. That didn't get, that did not get a lot of people uh, props for me. Let's put it that way. Because let's face it, if I'm in a group of people and I say, your white privilege is showing, every motherfucker in the room is going to look at me. Most of them are probably going to be white. Yeah. White cis (laughs) male. (laughs) I'm trying to understand why the word white privilege makes them angry. It doesn't make me angry. I mean, I get to do shit that African-Americans or anybody else doesn't get to do. It's honest truth. I I always feel like an (laughs) asshole because I point this out. Like, I've I've 
I have gotten away with crossing the border without a passport and coming back more than once without ever having to pay a fine. Damn. <laughs> okay. Yep. And when everybody says how, I I make a really simple statement and I hate it, but it's because I'm white. I mean, there's no other way to go about it. It's just honest. <laughs> I mean, like... And, you know, sometimes I've been, like, you you know, that's your explanation for why you can do that. Well, I I'm find, white, I I'm a female. I mean, like, I have multiple things, but, I mean, like, at the top of that list, why they let me in? Because I have a California ID and I'm white. <laughs> right. <laughs> like... <laughs> True. Like I mean, that... but I... It, it shouldn't make you mad, though. That's well, it makes the fact it just that somebody would get mad feel... to the point where they're going to start threatening to kill somebody because they said their white privilege was showing is stupid. Yes, because though that side, the alternate okay, right, gets but... that mad when you spit out facts. I I find they... it really really funny. Like in any type of conversation with, I guess they're the I don't know right wing whatever they're same fucking bird okay um the fucking trump tards when you Uh get into an argument with them or discussion and you're asking questions and voicing your opinion you can always tell which ones are worth the time to debate and talk to because they don't resort to you probably don't experience a lot of it because there's i haven't met many but they Mm. don't resort to insults they see in my experience i've never noted i've never really had a conversation with somebody that hasn't resorted to i uh, have liberal democrat you're dumb what do you know you know i haven't really had a conversation with a republican that can have a conversation, a if, civil conversation without threats. If you can have an intelligent conversation, I can hand you three guys right now who could have an intelligent conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like, who, who either don't, they're not really, they're conservative, but they're not really trump tards okay so they hold conservative values but they're not sliding to the right completely right and see that's what somebody said about me because i was feeling pretty down yesterday and i put something on my facebook page and one of the girls on there went the thing that the thing that i like about you liam is that you're extremely conservative in some areas but you're majorly super liberal in others and that's always a good medium to have to have a completely conservative way of thinking, it to me is boring. Everybody has liberal thinking. You can sit there and talk to a Republican all day and try to convince them that there are issues and policies they have that are very liberal. See, they won't I believe think it. I think you would get along with my friends. Probably. <laughs> like I really do. I'm probably in the wrong state. Um <laughs> Well, a couple of them are in Pennsylvania. 
Oh. Yeah. But um, that's they are more conservative in a lot of ways, but they're also very liberal in some liberal, ways, yeah. usually in their spirituality well, or at least their emotional see, intellect. And that was that was my whole thing growing up. I mean, I kind of felt like my parents kind of pushed Christianity on me not to get into religion. I'm just going to cover right, that. Really right, quick. right, right. I kind of felt like they shoved it at me. Like when you're a kid and you're going to church and shit, like you don't get a cho- I never got a choice. It's either you went or you're going. Period. Oh, my mom used no to just wake me choice. up and yeah, and I used to really like it. Right. I I did. But I really I don't liked know. it until like junior. I high. mean, the more I think about it now that I'm almost 40, okay? The more I think about my childhood and going to church and all that cool jazz, um like you you read from a book written by 12 people I mean in my personal opinion and it's going to be offensive to Christians if they listen to this but it's my opinion I think that the Bible is America's number one theatrical prop because what do conservative Republicans lead, lead with Jesus and God and conservatism always but the problem with that is the reason we we are in a, we live in a country with no church and state is because the forefathers wrote it that way so that if a president comes up and says this is the religion you have now just picked a religion of the whole country and the forefathers didn't want that they wanted everybody to assemble regardless of what religion you are freely and peacefully but of course that doesn't happen because everybody has opinion about religion and who's right and who's wrong. So bullshit gets thrown in the mix. Right. You know, I mean, it. you know, a good, a good book to read. Well, a good thing to read would be the federalist papers. That's a good book to read. Uh, I'm common one sense. of those people who says that the Bible is a really good story, and any really good story has lessons to be learned. And, you know, potentially that's true, yeah. And I've never once said I didn't believe in Jesus, see? But when you're talking to them, they'll go, you just said the Bible's full of shit, which means you don't believe in Jesus. But I didn't say that, see? I believe in Jesus, but not in the context you're saying I do. Because let's not forget the Bible says he walked on water, turned water into wine. Last time I checked, that's fucking magic. But right. Christians don't word it that way. They word it as miracle. Well, what the fuck is a miracle? Magic! Hello? Yeah, <laughs> but that's all into the whole history behind coming after the pagans. and I mean, which, like, were, that's, which those, that's, people, those that's all really... people were here. Those people were here way before the Christians. Let's face that. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. One of the reasons the Vikings, for example, started turning towards Christianity is because Vikings didn't really give a shit about God. Let's put it that way. Vikings always liked, obviously, treasure. They were treasure hunters. They they liked to go out, explore new horizons, you know, expand their, their uh, people were, in their, they in their were, city. They were very spiritual people. Yeah. And when the Christians came in there, they said, oh, 
at first they didn't want to convert to Christianity because they thought it was a bunch of shit. But then the the priests went back to Vatic the Vatican and they came up with this idea, well, if they're not going to turn to Christianity or Catholicism, let's throw some gold in their face, see what happens then. And that's when they started to turn. Not necessarily change religion because they gave a shit. They only did it because they liked treasure. And the Catholics started giving them that. Lots of money to simply be Catholic. And no offense, I don't want to be a part of a religion that is told by a man who is held second to God, the Pope, to go kill Muslims. Sorry, but I have a huge problem with the Crusades. Always have. I mean, how much brainwashing do you have to tell your people that they don't even ask questions when you say, go kill that guy? Rule's wrong with me. I don't really like that. But you know what I mean. If Jesus is supposed to be this huge, lovely guy and loving dude, why is it potentially, oh, you're gay. I love you, but go to hell. What the fuck is that? Never understood that. Because apparently I, gay people get into heaven. Either. I don't get that. I don't. I've never, I can't understand any of it. And I think that's why. <laughs> I mean, like, I read the Bible a couple of times. And I went to youth group. I mean, and I mean, like, I was really active in youth group. And so was I. I was church. very active in youth group. Well, I too. mean, like, the church in general that was the most social i ever was in my adolescence was when i was in church and after my baby sister was born i started having like really really deep conversations with the wow. the the adults at the church and stuff and it just became more and more bullshit well my, <laughs> it was like my they were all like stuck on just like being okay without the answers right and just saying like you you don't need to worry about that you need to just do this and i'm sitting there going like that's just not even there was no logic i think is what it was is like there was right i, I was at the point where i was looking for deeper answers and there was no logic but they were expecting it just wasn't gonna happen but, I mean, Christianity works for some people, and that's cool. My thing was this, and I'm sure you've been to Sunday school, so you know the whole spiel, that in the Christian religion, they teach you that you're born with sin, okay? Well, if you look at Norse paganism and the way the Vikings did things, their priests taught them that Odin births us of no sin. Because how can you be born of sin when you're a baby and you can't sin yet? It doesn't make any fucking sense. So I agree. So they teach that we're born without sin. Because when, like I said, when you're a baby, you can't exactly do immoral shit. So that really wipes that whole you're born with sin thing right off. I mean, I get questions about my pagan tattoos all the time. And it's usually good, too. It's usually compliments. I usually get asked about mine because I have, I have runes and oem on my left arm. Oh, that's arm. awesome. I want, I want runes across my chest that say warrior on it. No, no, no. But I haven't got that far yet because, of course, tattoo shops ain't open. <laughs> 
I'm getting right. itchy. I've been <laughs> I've been itchy. I need more. Yeah. I need some ink therapy for sure. But um So let's go back a little bit and I just wanna like touch on the the people needing the social interaction like the the in-person okay social mm -hmm. interaction um, right obviously you and i have fewer problems avoiding the human race than the vast majority yeah. <laughs> of, of the population right um mm -hmm. but how are you holding up in a household with multiple members that have it's rough. mental health struggles? Well, first of all, uh, I, I, I kind of hate to say it, but my girlfriend and I, when we have issues, don't talk to each other at all, ever. We kind of first did, but then we realized it was better to just leave each other alone. Like if I have a problem, I'll go for a walk. Like, there's been times where I had such an issue, I left the house and didn't come back all day. Like, I was gone all day and then came back at, like, 10 o'clock at night. But then there's days where it's her, it's her turn to have issues, and I have to just sit there and console her. I don't – I just listen, you know? Um, because I admit, in the morning, I'm not the most fun person to be with, which is why I think I have – there are legitimate issues with my brain in the morning. Because it's just, I'm a different person. And I admit it, too. I'm such a dick in the morning. I hate mornings. Unless I have coffee, I'm an asshole. And people laugh, yeah, I know. But I've never really understood why I can't, I just, I've never been a morning person, ever. Do like, in the morning, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear people in the morning. Do you which is a very well? difficult thing. Because, huh? Do you sleep Do well? I sleep well? Not all the time. Sometimes I'm up and down, up and down, up and down. Because I have so much anxiety and my mind is racing so much, it's hard to sleep. Yeah, I'm right there with you. But that's why I, I mean, was asking cuz like I don't I don't morning very well. I mean like I'm I'm at a point now where... Like I had a conversation, I tried having a conversation with my mom yesterday, which didn't go all that great, obviously, because I'm the only way to describe me is I'm the kid she lost because I don't, I don't hold the same views. So because I don't have, hold the same views, I'm the asshole in the family. And I'll say that until the day I die. They treat me like shit. And I get pretty pissed off. And my girlfriend and kids have to hear me bitch about it quite a bit because that, that bothers me the most. I can't invite my own fucking family over here to have a nice barbecue because it's me. Because I can't have them over here. They'll start being assholes, whether it's about political or religion. You know, they have to always give their fucking opinion. It's always about what they think, and it's never about what you think. On top of me being wrong, of course. Because anybody who thinks like the Democratic Party or liberal, they must be an asshole. <laughs> because they don't. You, these are people you can't even have a conversation with because they'll sit there and say, oh, your views are flawed. You're, 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 
you're believing a bunch of lies, which is usually when I come back with, well, you believe uh, the Grand Wizard, so that's okay. That's not okay, but you're going to do what you're going to do, and that's fine. I can't. I've come to a point in my life where I realize I can't make people understand where I'm coming from. And when you realize that, get the fuck out. Because there's no point in trying to get these people to understand that shit. You'll just leave frustrated. I like being happy. And if I have to tell people to go fuck themselves, for me to keep my happiness, I think that's that's okay. Boundaries. That is... That is beautiful. I'm the same way. Sorry, because, I don't I, I usually mean, hear people who are just blatantly, like they don't usually just come out and say it. Oh, no, no. I was very unhappy for a very long time. And I just got to the point where people didn't really respond to me very well when I was always depressed and negative. But when I started realizing that this is stupid, I don't, I stopped trying to get people to understand and started telling myself, well, uh, not everybody's going to get it, and some people are going to get it. It's a mix of both. I'm happy with that. I don't have to sit here and explain myself to everybody. I mean, I've, I've had conversations with my girlfriend where you can, I'll always tell her, you can call your mother and talk to her. She's not going to be a bitch to you like mine does. is. I mean, my mother will literally sit there and tell me I'm wrong to my face about everything. My mom often called like me I told a liar. You, like I told you before, the first time I, I, the first time my girlfriend met my mother, okay, met my mom, my mother b- busts out a picture of me when I was a baby. She hands it to my girlfriend looks at my girlfriend and says, look at Liam. Wasn't he such a ugly baby? Fat, too. My girlfriend was so shocked, she just looked at me. And I I was well, like, what the fuck do you say to that? I had nothing in the tank to think of to say because I just didn't expect that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. Later, I made it short. I made some bullshit excuse so we could get the fuck out of there. I just, I have completely cut my mother off. I don't speak to her. You know, and she'll always be my mother. Yeah. And I'll always love my mom. Yes. You know, I'll always love my mom. She doesn't feel like I do, but I do. But I love her on the level to not give a shit that she believes in bullshit. She's allowed to. And see, that's what that's that's something that Democrats and liberals need to understand. Yes. What the what the left believes is cool and it's okay. And then when you start to get over to the right, you don't like them so much. And I understand that. And everybody's different. But they are allowed to believe stupid bullshit. It's okay for them to do that, in my opinion. Because where else would we get our fucking entertainment from? <laughs> You know, that's just the way I feel about it. People are allowed to believe whatever they want. Like I heard somebody say they're all about rights and I have a right to First Amendment rights. You know, I can say whatever I want. Now, if you walk into your job and you walk up to your boss and you say, I really hate this fucking job and you don't do a very good job, fuck you. Well, what's your boss going to do? 
You can say that. You have a right to say that. But the stipulation of you doing that is you're going to get fucking fired. So when these people are at their protests saying whatever the fuck they think they need to say, there are consequences for the shit that you think you have a right to do and say. And that's what they don't understand. Because they're they're too fucking stupid to understand that. I gave up a long time trying to explain that to them. Yes, you have rights, and you have a right to say whatever you want. But within those rights, there's rules. Goes back to an anti-anarchist society. You can't have a bunch of people running around doing whatever the fuck they want because there's no order. You have to have order in a country to have it run, period. You can't have a bunch of crazy motherfuckers walking around doing whatever they want. It, 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 it would never work. Yeah, and I can understand why the anarchist mentality would be very susceptible to young, young kids and young people because it's a very fuck you attitude. I get it. That was me once. And maybe in some things, maybe in some parts of our culture and our society and our government, that we there is call for a little bit of anarchy here and there, but not entirely. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, like, if everybody was, like, all batshit burning everything down all the time. And see, that's... I guess, you know, last time, last time we talked, I said I was a recovering anarchist to a degree. Yes. But I still, but I still hold anarchist ideals depending on the validity of the situation we're talking about. Because that can change per subject to subject. Well, now, for example, something that I find very stupid when it comes to government, for example... You live in a state, you buy a house. Now, when you buy that house, you own the land. But you don't technically own the land because you have to pay the taxes on that land. Well, why the fuck am I paying taxes on land I fucking own? You're you're double charging me for living on this land. one, One time for the house, second time for the land. Property taxes don't make any sense to me. I've always said taxes are extortion. Well, they are. But then again, well, they are. But how but else at the are same they going to keep us in line? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> They're kind of a needed, a needed shitty necessity, if you will, to be able to fix things in your infrastructure, which is the whole point of taxes, to fix the infrastructure and keep it healthy. Yes, but I yeah. do believe that they may be doing a little bit much of it. While in California, yeah. Because California is the only place in the fucking world I know of where you have to have special mufflers and shit because you have smog so bad. No, I think there's other states that have it too. I mean, like... Well, I mean... But I mean, like, even, even with the... The regulations on catalytic converters and like the exhaust systems, there's still a lot of smog. Because there's a lot of fucking people. 
you know, and everybody has told me in the past, going back to the mental health part of it, that coping skills, there's one. I don't cope with my issues properly. My, I mean, for a long time, I would, and I still do it, I will binge, binge drink sometimes when I'm depressed, which is kind of stupid because it's a downer, obviously, but in the moment of putting alcohol in my hand, who's going to give a fuck, right? I mean, you need the fix. At least I need to fix. No, when I'm so, when I'm really on a downward spiral, I binge drink. Right. <laughs> when I'm not on a really, really downward spiral, I binge eat. Right. That's not that's not really that good either, though. Well, I I taught myself to binge eat on healthier options so like you can eat 15 apples in a day <laughs> you know what i mean like it's a lot better than and it was funny candy because bars. for a long time when i started i started drinking and stuff and my mom would constantly go liam you need to quit that shit out because we have alcoholism in our side of the family and blah 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 you're an alcoholic and I, it was funny, too. I'd always look at my mom and I'd go, I'm not an alcoholic, but I am the same asshole. I just have fewer dents in my car. But, I mean, either way, a little Robin Williams humor. <laughs> I mean, his joke on alcoholism, he's like, yeah. Can I help you? No, it's just flooded. I'll be okay. I realized I wake up in front of my car naked with my keys in my ass. Is it flooded? No. I'll be okay. No. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Or or here's another one. George Carlin was such an honest human being with his comedy that I feel myself I I, I tend to talk the same way with a no give a fuck attitude. <laughs> Yeah. Like his whole bit on cripples is hilarious. His whole thing was, where have we gotten in this country when you can't even say that he's crippled and people get offended? <laughs> even though that's the word for what he is, people get offended. Yeah. I... And that's part of the problem when it, that's part of the problem when it, like, I know we talked about, uh, we've talked about, uh, recovery and stuff like that and drug use and shit like that. I know we've covered some of that too, but you know, it's when you talk about people that have a problem with pills because doctors push it on them, part of the problem is that they're bullshitted by the, by the system to believe that that's the problem when that's not really the problem. Yeah, that too. And it sucks. You know, I there are times I look at what's going on in this country and I get really sad about it because I see so many people and in Congress, in the House, in the Senate and everything, you know, they're making all these bills trying to help people here and there, but the mentally ill always get left behind. Because if I asked anybody, what was the 
what was a bill that they wrote up for the mental health to make people to make it easier for us to get care or whatever. Point is, they don't. At least I've never seen it. I don't know. Do you want to know what's been bothering me most? Like, sure. Like, as far sure. as mental health goes, what's been bothering me most during this entire, um, I guess, oh, yeah. pandemic or whatever, the whole social distancing or whatever. Oh, I've not being able seen, to be. No, I've just, I've seen in my scrolling on various social media platforms. I've seen more people bitching about people with mental health issues finding resolve mm. and I just feel like it's not Whenever somebody says you never check on your strong friends, everybody's like, you need to be checking on everybody every day, okay? And I'm sitting there going like, yeah, yeah but and, but those of us who <laughs> are saying Gee, that are the same here's people the problem with that. who and are you know not getting checked up on. Correct. Now, you know me. I, I potentially, if I see somebody I want to have a conversation with on my Facebook page, I will message them. There's been times I've messaged fucking everybody that with the green light on that told me they were online, I've messaged everybody and never gotten an answer back. So when I post stuff on my Facebook page, all pissed off that people don't talk to me back, they have the balls to sit there and tell me I don't do that. But I do. I really do. Because in my opinion, I'm covering my bases before I look like a hypocrite. Because I give a shit about other people. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Prob don't don't get me wrong. I do have friends who message me. Like I I do have I do have people who like I do have people who check up on me, but I mean like I feel like with as many people as I personally know that know that I have mental health issues. I I feel neglected constantly. Well, the next time you think you feel neglected, think of it as think of it as your mental health is your superpower. Instead of turning it into a negative, turn it into a positive because those of us that have mental health issues, we're able to do shit that other people ain't able to do are, are not able to do. I don't, For I mean, example, like, I can't even, I don't even wish that I was neurotypical. I mean, like, really? some days, yeah, some days I do, but, like, most days I don't anymore. Because, I mean, well, like, I have a good example. I have no idea what it feels like to be neurotypical. And it, in most cases, yeah. in my opinion, has turned out to be really fucking boring from my point of view. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I was going to give you an example. For example, when they test for autism and they did this with my son, what they do is in one corner, they put the newest, coolest toys. Okay. For kids, the coolest shit, man, for toys. You would think that a, a kid, regardless if they're autistic or not, would go fucking cool. That's toys. And then in the other corner, they put a bunch of hand 
hammers and nails and just junk. Well, if the kid goes over and plays with the junk, it's a possibility he's autistic. And the reason that is, is because when an autistic child or adult looks at a hunk of junk, they don't see junk. It's a puzzle. They see imagination and they see stuff they could build with it. They don't see junk. They see imagination. Puzzles are, Whereas, puzzles are a thing, too. Yeah. Whereas somebody like you and me would look at it and go, that's junk. What are you doing? <laughs> and my kid does that all the time. He'll, he'll play with junk and not his toys. I have. And that's okay. You, I don't just paint or draw. I mean, like, I, I get dirty. I, I build with Oh, clay. that's the only way to do it. I mean, like, I used to, when I used to go over to my friend's uh, art studio, because she had an art studio and I'd go over there and do some of my stuff, there was so much fucking space in there. I don't think there was ever a day I never came out of there not covered in paint. Because I like the smell of paint. I like the smell of art museums. And I like the smell of books. Which, for some people, is kind of weird, I'm sure, no. but... I actually prefer paper books because of the smell. I mean, yeah, that, that's and not you know the what? only reason, but that's that's a good portion of the reason. We've kind of got away from, like, if you look at the 1800s and the 1700s and all the way on down, the whole reason that people back then were more articulate than they are now is because they taught themselves to fucking read. Nowadays, the way schools do shit, it doesn't matter what state you're in. This country has had such a drop in reading scores. It's unbelievable. Like, there's kids that that graduate from high school that don't even know who the fuck we fought in World War II. And I'm not kidding you. Because I've seen it. They asked this one kid one time, and it was on the Jay Leno show, too. They, he was doing his whole comedy bit about just asking ra people random questions. Well, they asked one question. Who did we fight in World War II? Well, the fucking idiot said China. <laughs> Funny, yeah. Point being, this is, an, this is a kid who slipped through the cracks. I... We, are the only, we are the only country in the world that does not have its main language. Um, we don't have a main language. Most Americans, when it comes to speaking languages... And I mean most white people, that is. Because most white people, let's face it, they, the day and age we live in, they don't even want to fucking take Spanish. But knowing more than one language is good and healthy. There are countries in Europe where their citizens know more, like five languages. They're bilingual. Can I, We're the only country that can, do that. Can I express something... Sure. Delicate at the moment with you. Sure. Okay. Sure. I feel like one of your biggest issues, and possibly your girlfriend's too, as far mm -hmm. as your mental health goes, mm -hmm. would be easier for you to cope with and other 
if you moved out of Michigan. I know I've mentioned that to her, but her mom's here, so that's why we moved. Because her mom's here. Well, then her mom is. Take her mother with you. She's the only family she's got left. Take but her... I would agree, yeah, moving out of Michigan would be an option, but I support her 100%. She can't leave because her mom, that's the only family she has left is her mother. But why can't and her, her mom mother goes, leave? She won't have anybody. Why can't her mother so, leave? That's... Why can't well, her yeah. mother... But that doesn't, that doesn't mean we can't move... So, that doesn't mean we can't all move together because we have thought before about trying to figure out how to get a house and move out of state with her mom. Well, that's what I was saying. Is like, why can't she just go with oh, you? Yeah. If she's the only but one left, also, then just take her with you. Correct. But also the problem. Also the problem is, my girlfriend and her kids don't deal with heat very well. They're very sensitive to heat. So we would have had to move. We would have to move to a state that has a sub okay climate with cold and hot. I'm all about Vegas, California, uh, out. Out your Northern, direction. I'm all Northern about Northern California. But the problem is, it's too hot. It's expensive. That's what stops me. It's expensive in California. Some places, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's probably the place I want to be with the people that think like I do. I get that, but it's expensive. Washington, Oregon, I mean, and Colorado are pretty chill too. Oh yeah, Oregon's pretty good. Yeah, I've heard Oregon's pretty good. And. I've been to Colorado. But then there's Ohio. That's always an issue. Oh, my God. Don't go to Ohio. See, being that I like Michigan State, I would have to wear my state shit all over the Ohio State shit. Don't and you know what happens with those? My buddy, to, my buddy went to a game. He went to Michigan State, and he went to an Ohio State football game. He came back to his car. It was keyed, and all the windows were smashed out of it. That's how, that's how nasty people in... Ohio are with their college teams. I grew up right and the like that two is, the hours that is, from Cleveland. Michigan used to own Toledo. And Ohio and Michigan fought over the city of Toledo. And finally, Michigan said, okay, fuck you. We don't want it. You take it. Which is how we drew the line at the bottom of Michigan to put Ohio, Toledo in Ohio. That's where that line came from. Because we gave it to Ohio, Ohio, right on. Which is oh, there's another pronounced Detroit. I want to see if you can actually pronounce it properly. Who me? Yeah, you. Detroit. Uh, -uh. Detroit. Okay. It's a, it was a French city founded by the French in the French and Indian War. They had a base in Detroit, and that's what they and they called it Detroit. And eventually, the English started fighting the French in Canada and in Michigan, Ohio, New York area. And they took that fort back and it became a British fort, but it's pronounced Detroit. But nobody says that. It's Detroit. <laughs> I just think it's funny. Either way. Either I, way. Yeah. I feel like you guys, I mean, like, you may even feel better if you went to like Maine or Massachusetts or Ah, too something. cold. I can't do that cold. Okay. Yeah, I'm Scandinavian, but I can't do that fucking cold. <laughs> well, I mean, like it'd be just as cold as Michigan because with all the lakes. 
Well, yeah, that's true. And there'd actually Ohio. probably be less more. snow. Don't go to Ohio. I really don't. I really don't want to. Don't. Really don't. don't do it. Don't go God to Ohio. Don't go to Pennsylvania. If you are going to stay somewhere where it's cold, I would say go to Maine or you go to Colorado. I always notice this. Anytime I would go to Cedar Point, and I'm from Michigan, There's people in Ohio know us Michiganders like by the back of their hand. Like, hey, like as soon as you cross the border, they're like, you're from Michigan, aren't you? Really? <laughs> because there's such a, oh, fuck yeah. There's such a rivalry there with the cot schools. Michigan State, Mich- Michigan State Spartans. We got Michigan Wolverines. We got Central Michigan. We got Western Michigan. We got Lake Superior State. We got a whole bunch of. I never big- got that dedicated. We got a bunch of di- Big Ten schools here that play Ohio teams, and it's a huge rivalry. Huge. Okay. I've never understood rivalries that meant nothing. Uh, I can to a degree. <laughs> I mean, like, I get, I get, like, to go back and forth. I get the banter, but I mean, like, all out real, like, rivalries. I don't understand them. It's fucking sports. <laughs> you know what? But I mean, like, I, I enjoy sports. I do. I love sports. I am very right. competitive. I'm not saying, like, obviously, I think c- competition is important. I really do. Right. But there are some people who just take it way too far for me. Uh-huh. Like, they just, I just can't. I mean, like, it's cool. Do you. But, like, I never got that dedicated because there's so many people. But I grew up in northwestern Pennsylvania. So, like, the people who are into sports are, like, so into sports most of the time that, like, if you have a difference of opinion or if you miss, like, like mix up two bits of information or if you misspeak even just mm-hmm. a little to like rip your head off and spit down your throat See, that's like my girlfriend and i will go back and forth sometimes because we know we do this thing where we know stupid information that nobody gives a shit about well i mean like <laughs> so i we'll i have a like, lot of random information like, that come from for example like my son asked me one time, why do you like hockey so much? And I went, first of all, I like hockey because it's rough. Let's face it. Anybody export is feeling better at the end of the game because it's good to get stress out that way. Yeah. For one. And number two, the NHL holds, holds the tallest player in the entire history of the league on skates. He's seven foot. He stepped, he, Zadino Chara, he plays for Boston. He's a captain. He's defense. He's seven foot. Now, they had to make a special stick rule because he's so goddamn big. His stick from shaft to heel, which is from top to bottom, is 67 inches long. Now, if you measure that on a measuring tape and look at that, you'll go, holy shit. It's my height. His 67 inches is five foot really seven. so his stick is as high as tall as you <laughs> yeah his 67 inches is five foot seven right he had a yeah he had a slab shot over 100 and 
I think, two miles an hour. That sounds That's mean. why. Because you bring guys that are like that. I and just... watching guys like that develop and actually play is fun. The me. only thing that ever turned me off about hockey was ice. I don't like the cold. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a good spot um, to go ahead and end for the day if you're good. Alrighty. I'm good. Yeah. I got to get ready I for really, my next I really really enjoy doing this. I'm glad. I really enjoy doing this. I'm glad. I'm glad. It just it lets me, you know, share my opinion and you share yours. Well, that's that's the whole point. That's why I, I enjoy it. And I understand I understand that all your listeners are not always going to agree with what I say. I get that. But that's the whole point of a healthy debate. Well, that's the whole point of this podcast is if anybody listens and they want to say something, they can. All they have to do is go to TabooTuesdayPodcast.com and mm -hmm. follow the join or start the conversation link on the bulletin board and right let me know and they can either right. they can either say hey so and so said this and this is what it made right. me think of and i'd really like to talk about this or they can say hey so and so said this and i got something to say about it <laughs> so i mean right. I I like to open it up because I do like to have conversation, but I don't I don't necessarily small talk very well. Right. Like I usually end up saying something inappropriate for most people, or I make them feel awkward because I'm very opinionated and I know this, but I can tend to be very opinionated. Too. I mean, <laughs> my yes, like I told you, I when I was talking to my mom yesterday, she says, "Well, oh, how are you doing, son?" And I'm like, "Oh, pretty good." She goes, "What you doing?" Of course, at the moment she was talking to me, I'm smoking pot, and I, I told her what I was doing. I was gonna say I would. And just she goes, <laughs> "She goes, why do you have to talk to me when you're doing that shit?" Do you want to know what I told my <laughs> mom went, when she told me that? Because my mom said be the same shit. thing. It's not my and like I said, said this is the kind of woman you can explain all the health benefits of marijuana to this lady. Didn't woman even bother. It just it's didn't lost. even bother. My mom yeah. said that to me and asked me why I had to talk to her while I was smoking weed or while I was stoned, and I flat told her that it was because it was the only way that I could talk to her. Yeah, exactly. I've actually, example, I've like, looked at her and told her that I wasn't stoned enough for her. I wasn't stoned enough to yeah. do her that day. And then I ended up turning exactly. around and leaving. I just, I couldn't do it. But Because what has happened, what has happened is marijuana has become a very good coping skill for people that have anxiety issues. It's not, I see absolutely it's, it's no not necessarily it a coping mechanism. It's, it's a, it's a medication. Like it. It really does put the band-aid on the gunshot wound to help you calm down enough to work True. through your problems. I'm it's sure just we could I'm sure we could go back and forth on uh 
marijuana use and its effects of being a gateway drug, if you believe that kind of bullshit. Because I, I personally don't think marijuana don't. is, I don't think marijuana is a gateway drug. I never have and I never will. I don't either, but we will save that for another episode. Okay. So Sounds good. I will talk to you later, but I mean, like, I really appreciate you, like, enjoying this with me. I, I love that you like doing this. And I really mm -hmm. appreciate you. Gives me you something taking... to do, too. <laughs> well, I'm glad. So, Liam, keep your chin up. I know that it's still morning, but you'll be all right. <laughs> oh, I'll be fine. I had coffee now. I have to go. I have to go do my uh, pastime. My my mo my motto: smoke a joint and fucking relax. And I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> well. You go ahead and do that, and everybody else will see you next Tuesday.